Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen's divorce is, of course, very public because they're two public figures. And while the information on that has come into the public sphere, it gives us an opportunity to talk about divorce. It gives us an opportunity to talk about some of the things that go on, which can be very useful. Not that I'm, you know, sitting here with pom-poms thinking, hey, you know, who else can separate? What, what else is going to happen? You cheer for odd things to happen, different things to happen in the world, sometimes chaos to happen in the world. And then when it happens, you realize, yeah, I shouldn't have wanted that at all. But when it comes to divorce, this is an opportunity for us to look inward at what goes on. And in a case of high-profile individuals or wealthy individuals, what is accounted for? We were able to have a conversation with Matt Vilna, who's a family lawyer and partner with Mackenzie Lake Law Firm. And we talked with Matt about the fact that unless you have a, a high-profile divorce case, things like prenuptials and, and things like that, they're not something that gets that really gets talked about a whole lot publicly. No, you're you're absolutely right, and thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to uh, answer some of these questions. But they are becoming more popular, and as you said, whenever a celebrity uh, makes news about it, we get an opportunity to draw some attention to it. Well, let's start here. In a case like this, you've got a divorce settlement for some extremely wealthy people. Are those types of settlements any more difficult than any others, or... Are the numbers just bigger? They're not necessarily more difficult. Uh, the numbers definitely are bigger, and there can be more issues. We could be dealing with multiple properties. We could be dealing with business ownership and, and other um, topics that we don't deal with in every case. But at the end of the day, with the right advice and the right people working towards helping to find a resolution, they can be resolved similar to any other case. Could they even be resolved more quickly? In some aspects, yes. If there's more to divide up, then people maybe aren't fighting over the smaller things. So there's a possibility that they could be resolved easier. Interesting. We're talking with Matt Villeneuve, partner at Mackenzie Lake Lawyers here in London, about the Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen divorce settlement. So one of the things that can happen if you come into a relationship, even a marriage, with assets, is the prenuptial agreement. Is that something that you're finding is becoming any more common? Prenuptial agreements are becoming a lot more common, and I think it's because that people are actually now becoming informed. When people get married or even enter a common law relationship, what they don't always realize is once that occurs, there are certain obligations and responsibilities that are forced upon them by our law. With more knowledge being drawn to people's uh, people's attention, that what they can do is actually plan ahead and and predefine what would occur with certain assets, important assets such as their house, such as their pension, such as their investments. People are actually now taking advantage of this opportunity and reaching out and getting prenuptial agreements completed. A lot of times, I guess the thought was, no, 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 no. If you get a prenuptial agreement, that means you're just waiting for the marriage to be over. So you might as well end the relationship now. But it sounds like there's a lot of ways to settle things when maybe 
intentions, feelings are a little bit different? Absolutely. One of the other comparisons is life insurance. People get life insurance not planning to die the next day, but to pre-plan for what occurs. With respect to the prenuptial agreements, as you pointed out, why not define what's going to occur with some of the assets or some of the issues while things are still amicable and people can plan with a straight mind and avoid that nasty divorce or the nasty separation later on. Matt Vilnup joining us, partner at Mackenzie Lake Lawyers here in London. I guess, Matt, one final thing in a lot of divorce cases, it's not just about the stuff. It's not just about the house or some of the valuables that you may have accrued over time. There are other people involved. There can be children involved. Can a prenuptial agreement actually look at children or is that a whole different thing? Unfortunately, a prenuptial agreement won't do too much for children. The test for children on any issue that's going to be resolved with respect to the children is always the best interests of those children. And in order to determine what's in those best interests, we need to look at what is actually occurring at the time. So while people sometimes do try and define certain terms or certain issues with respect to children in a prenuptial agreement, that is really only just um, evidence to what would be in their best interest on that particular day, not necessarily binding four or five years into the future. Right. Well, it's something that unfortunately for Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, because of who they are, plays out in the public. A lot of times this is done very, very privately for very, very good reasons. Matt, thanks so much for taking us behind the scenes on this. Thank you very much, Mike. It's uh, always a pleasure talking to you, and um, we'll talk to you soon. That is Matt Villeneuve, family lawyer and partner with Mackenzie Lake Law Firm on things like divorce and prenuptial agreements. Of course, you don't need a prenuptial agreement. I talked about this the other day. If the only thing you bring into a relationship is a pot. Now, again, it was a useful pot. It's not like it was a one-person pot. You could actually cook enough pasta in the pot for two people to eat. So. You know, that that's a shared item, I think. That's all I brought into the relationship. Kirsten brought everything else, and uh, she's kind of been handling everything ever since. So, honey, thanks again. But I, do we even still have that pot? It was a good pot. I don't know where I got it from. I think it was in the stove when uh, I lived with roommates on Victoria Street, and I think I, I got it from there. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have taken it from them. We didn't take the couch. Why did I take the pot if I wouldn't take the couch? I better stop asking that question. I think I know the answer. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.